about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a powerful message entitled, Nevertheless. Stay tuned. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Lord. We know we need your help right now, God. God, we thank you for your word and the word that's about to go forth. Let it go into our spirit, man, so that way it can change us, God. Lord, renew our minds, renew us in our spirit. Let us be more just like you, God. And God, we ask that this word minister to somebody on today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we want to go right into the word. I'm excited about the word, amen. And it's going to come from St. Luke, St. Luke chapter 5, St. Luke chapter 5. And we're going to read just a couple of verses, amen. My main verse that I want to come from, amen, when it says that verse number 5, that's my main verse. But we're going to read from verse number 1, but I want you to circle number 5. That's what we're going to be preaching from. But just to give you a background history. We're going to start at verse number one. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Notice, they come to hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Sinus, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answered, said, answering said unto him, Master, we have told all night, all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when he and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish, and their nets broke. And he beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, and they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fishes they, which they had taken. Amen. I want to come from verse number five. And that's going to be my message. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, 
we have talked all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. In the comments, and for those who are in the building, I want you to just look at your neighbor. And in the comments, for those that's in social media, I want you to type in my subject, which is nevertheless. nevertheless. Look at somebody and say nevertheless. nevertheless. You in social media, just type in nevertheless. I want to come from that one word, nevertheless. The first time, and I got to put this disclosure because I want to intertwine into today's message. The first time that I ever heard nevertheless preached was from our late overseer. Uh, Weaver, who was preaching a message, and that wasn't even her topic. But she was talking about this chapter, and that word stuck with me for years to come. And that wasn't even her, her message, but she kept harping on nevertheless. And today I want to go into it how God gave it to me because I feel like we need to have some nevertheless folks. We need to have some nevertheless saints. Now, just to paint a picture, I want to tell you how what happened with fascinate me in the scripture. Peter, well, Simon at the time. Simon was a fisherman. He was a good fisherman. A very keen fisherman. He knew how to fish. The Bible says that he and his buddies, he had a crew of people with him. He had partners that was with him. And they made a living fishing. And when they, one thing about Peter and what the Bible was saying is they fished at night. That was one of the best times to go fishing was at night. So here the Bible says that Peter and them, who was a master fisherman, went fishing that night and they told all night. Now, I looked up the word because that really fascinated me. Tall. Tall means to, to, to struggle, to worry, to work, to labor. To tall means to labor, to work, to work. And it also means to worry and work. So in the Greek, that's what it, it meant, the definition. So that means that he was struggling that night. 
He knew how to fish. It wasn't going like he wanted it to go. And he said, we did this all night. Now, when a fisherman is done, they, they wash their nets. They clean them. That lets you know that they're fish. I'm not going back out and fish. So they wash their nets. So here it is. Jesus coming to the scene. And it's so phenomenal that multitudes of people was following him to hear a word from God. To hear the word of God. They followed by the thousands just to hear a word from God. Ah, we, we, we get into that point where now people are really wanting to hear the word of God. They don't want to hear the hype me up, uh, uh, get me boosted up or get me aroused so that way I can, I can go another week. No, they want to hear the authentic word of God. They came by the thousands. It was even to the point that Jesus himself, he looked, he said, with so many of them that I can imagine he's saying, well, if I start teaching on this, on the land, they won't be able to see me. Or So let me, I see two boats here. Let me go ahead and thrust out so that way they can see and I can clearly declare the kingdom of God. Now we have to understand what Jesus was teaching Jesus was teaching the kingdom of God while he was here on the earth. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God. It was so important to understand that he was giving them the direction of how you supposed to live. The principles of the word. The principles of God. The principles of his kingdom. He was giving it to the people. And for those who was receiving it, they were saying, that's what I need. That's what I need. That's what I need. That's the answer. That's the answer. That is the answer because... It's something when you have a word spoken and the kingdom is being preached. The kingdom give us clarity. It give us direction. It give us insight. It give us motivation. And it give us guidance. So you have thousands of people that wanted guidance, that wanted direction, that wanted a clear insight of what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? What is it that we need to be doing? What is it? What is it about this word that we need to follow? They was looking to follow something. So a lot of people came because he had the solution. Just like we have the solution. They got and gathered him on the scene. I can imagine Peter being frustrated. Now this is where I want to take my time here because I really want you to understand that I understand, God understands. That's why he gave me this message. For those who have been toiling all night long. What do you mean by that? It's something when you are doing the right thing and doing what you feel it is right. And doing everything that's in your strength to be what you, you're trying to be the best you that you can be. But then you don't see the results like you thought it should be or that you want it to be. You don't see the result. 
But it's something in you that keeps making you labor. Keep making you not. It's like you, 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 you labor and you work and you work, but you don't see the results of your work. This is, I want to put you in Peter's mind right now. Can we go there? Peter was toiling. He was working all night trying to come up with different strategies, trying to come up with different best practices that he had accumulated over the times while he was a fisherman. Maybe this will work. Maybe if I go over this side of the boat, it will work. Maybe if I go over here, it will work. Maybe if we go down a little bit and, and try to drag the net this way, it will work. He was trying different things and was not getting any result. Maybe you feel like that. I'm trying different ways and I'm not getting the results. I tried different strategies and I'm not getting the results. I'm working because I know it's the right thing to do, but I'm not seeing the results. Peter was to the point where he got frustrated. And in your Christian journey, you can get to a point where you get frustrated. Yes. You could get to the point where you get frustrated in your Christian walk because you don't see the results. Peter, I can identify with Peter because Peter said, I told all night, meaning at first I was okay. When you first hear from God, for those that's in social media, when you first hear from God, you know how it is when you get excited because God has told you something. He gave you a, a vision or he gave you a dream and you get excited about it at first and you, you, you take off and you want to do what you, what you heard God say or what in the dream that you saw and it gave you motivation. But the more you begin, the more, begin, the more Peter began to go throughout the night. He, he didn't get what he thought he was going to get. So that led him to labor even more. I'm not going to let this thing beat me. I'm not going to let this thing get me. To the point that Peter began to try to do it within his own strength and his own might. And that's how a lot of us get. We get to the point where we try to do the same thing. Even if we're not getting the results that we want to get or have the results that we want to have, we don't, we want to keep doing it because we're not going to let it get us and we're not going to let it beat us. And what happens is you begin to get in your own mentality, your own way, your own way, your own way to the point that you get frustrated. You begin to worry while you labor. You begin to worry while you work. And Peter got to the point and said, that's it. I quit. Let's go home. He began to wash the nets. <laughs> he began to wash the nets. He began to let it know that I am done. I'm washing my nets. Now to wash the nets you have to wash all the debris, all the stuff that's on it, all the stuff. Yeah, you don't even have fish. What you washing it for? 
That lets me know he, he was very strategic and he was very, uh, uh, he, he, he wanted to do stuff right. Because he, I, nah, I ain't gonna lie. If it was me, I would have just got them nets, put them in the car, and, and let it go. I ain't got no fish on them. I didn't, it just got water on them. I'm not gonna wash nothing. I ain't catch nothing. What I'm gonna wash it for? But Peter wasn't that type. Just like you, you're not that type. God has put something in you to cause you to be the way that you are. Peter was, he said, even though my net doesn't have anything, I still need to make sure it's clean. Because it's the right thing to do. He still had a standard about himself. He was washing the nets. I can see Jesus walking and seeing that. And he see the boat and he see, he see him washing the nets. And he says, okay, this man got something that I know that's in him. But I need him to see what's in him. So he said, Peter, let me hold your boat. Let me borrow your boat. All these people around here, they come to hear the word of the Lord. So he began to launch out a little bit. And I can imagine he launched out in the spot that where Peter probably was fishing. And he began to preach the kingdom of God. Now, the word began to say that when he spoke the kingdom of God or preached the kingdom of God, after he finished speaking in the area of the, of the proximity of where Peter was at, well, I keep saying Peter, but it was Simon doing this time, that where Simon was, was, was fishing, the word was going forth. Not only did the people hear the word, but everything that's in the proximity heard the word. So that means that the same location where Peter caught nothing because he was doing it within his own strength. Word was being spoken. And one thing about a child of God, when you come into the realization of who you are in God and the power of being a true disciple of the true Messiah, you understand word is powerful. So when you speak something, Things have to change, not only in the natural atmosphere, but in everything that's around or that's hearing what is spoken out of a true believer. You got to understand that as a true believer, when you speak, things begin to change and anything that is hearing what you are saying that's coming out of your mouth, it changes and it has to line up and it gets drawn to what is in you, which should be the kingdom of God. That kingdom begin to speak out. So even though uh, uh, the same scenario of Peter, he was, well, Simon, he was in a fisher in the sea and he did not catch anything. However, now God, well, Jesus Christ is speaking the kingdom and preaching the kingdom in the same location or the same proximity of where uh, Simon was at. And now things begin to change. Yes. 
even to the point, even to the point that after he spoke, he says, okay, here's your boat, Simon. Now, I need you to do one thing. I need you to lunch out in the deep. I need you to go back to where you went, back where you came from, back to do what you was doing. Now, that's a hard thing to say to somebody who are who know the results of what they just came from. It's hard to tell me if I had worked all day long and I didn't catch anything to go back out there and fish again. Now, I am a true fisherman, Simon is saying, and you are a carpenter's son. I just came from out there. There's nothing out there, Simon is saying, because I am the true fisherman. Why, why, why should I go back out there? Because I understand that now it is daytime. The fish is gone. The matter of fact, the fish wasn't there. Simon says. <laughs> but now we understand the reason of what Simon says. The game. If you were born in the 80s, born in the 70s, we used to play a game back in the 80s, in the early 90s, Simon Says. And the thing is with Simon Says, you cannot do anything unless you hear Simon Says. You have to hear that word, Simon Says. Simon is saying something but Simon is talking from Simon's perspective. Yes. I, he, notice what he said. He says, verse 5, Master, the first thing he did was acknowledge that he is in the presence of somebody different. He called him master or teacher. He says, teacher, we have told all the night. I, I understand you told me to go out there and lunch in the deep, but we have told all the night. I, I'm trying to tell you, teacher, what Simon is saying. We have told all the night. But what Simon understood, Simon has something in him. Oh my God, he has something just like you got something in you. When the word, when God has his hand on you, you cannot, you cannot shake when the word speaks. See, that's the difference. You cannot shake when, the, when you hear the word speaks. So he says, nevertheless, I'm going to give you the excuse to let you know why I didn't catch anything. But nevertheless, Nevertheless, when I looked it up, nevertheless means that it, it, it's, it's basically saying it, it's, it's a, 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 um, a ending of a negative statement. <laughs> That's what it did. It's, it's the ending of a negative statement. But it's the beginning of something different from the previous statement. God about it. This is good. So he said to himself, he says, no, 
nevertheless at thy word. Now, word here, he says at thy word, I will let down the net. I, I will go out and I will let down the net. The word word there is rhema. Now you know you have logos, which is the word of God who became flesh. The logos in the Greek. Then you have rhema, which is a fresh right now word. It's right now. So when he says Go out there and lunch out in the deep. He, Simon, received a right now word from the word which was made flesh. So that word which was made flesh spoke life into a right now word, into Simon's spirit. That's why he was able to say nevertheless because he recognized it's something different about how what he just said and what I said. He connected the two. So what he did, he allowed the rhema word to take precedence of the negative word. That's why he put nevertheless in there. Nevertheless means I'm going to change my mind in how I feel to try something different. Oh God, have mercy. I need to change my mind of how I see it and be open to something different. So he said, nevertheless, at thy word, at thy light, at thy right now, at thy when I spoke, it, it happened. Remember, the word is the one that spoke everything in existence. <sighs> so when he said, go and let down your neck, go out and lunch out into the deep, he was giving Simon a directive. He was giving him an assignment. He was giving him some guidance. He says, I want you to go and let down your lunch out in the deep. Simon himself said, I will go and answer that right now word. Because that word, what I'm hearing, it is light. It is life. It's bringing life into a a dormant situation is bringing life into a hopeless situation. It's making me change my mindset because now I can see maybe I can do this different. Yeah. Can I be open to do things different? So what Simon did, he went back to where he originally started. He went back to the place where he thought it was nothing there. He went back to the place where he was not catching anything, the place of frustration. But he went back with the changed mindset. See, that's what we got to understand today, saints of God. You have to understand how to allow God to change your mindset where even if you're working and laboring under frustration, you could go back to a place with a changed mindset, with a different attitude, with a different motivation, and go back to the same place and you don't look like what you've been through. 
You didn't look like where you came from. You could go back to the same proximity of where he was at. Simon went back to the same place and he began to let down his net because now Simon is working out of obedience because of the word. The word told him to launch out. Simon was obedient to launching out. His faith was not in what he thought. It wasn't no longer in what Simon said. It was in what his faith was in Jesus the Christ. What Jesus is saying. What is Jesus telling you? His faith is now in a word that is life. His faith is now in a word that was made flesh. His faith is now in a word that goes beyond heaven and earth. His faith was in something that was more bigger than him. He had now a reason and a destiny and a direction and a guidance to believe in. His faith now was in the word. Because of his faith in the word, it says, I will launch out and I will let down my net. Now, when he did it, when he was obedient because of the word, guess what? He's now operating in a kingdom principle. He's operating in a kingdom principle because now his expectation is not in catching fish. His expectation is being obedient to the word. Now I got to, uh, I'm being obedient. My faith is acting now. So uh, I want to know what's about to happen. So he let down his net. When he let down the net, guess what? A lot of fish start jumping into the net. Uh, he didn't even have to drag the net. The Bible said when he let it down, fish start jumping in. Why did the fish start jumping in? Because the fish was already in the proximity because they was there because the word was being spoken in that area. That area where it was dry, it received word. And where word is, there's life. And where there's life, there's always abundance. So now we have an abundance of fish and they begin to jump in the net because of the word that was being spoken previously. Now Simon can be the benefactor of the one who has created all things. Good God Almighty. Can y'all see this? When the word is spoken, when the word is delivered, when the word is going forth, you have to embrace and allow yourself to position yourself to be the benefactor of the benefits. Now the what the Bible says fish start jumping. Now because Simon was obedient, everything that was on that boat began to start witnessing the blessings of God because of the faith of Simon. Because Simon was able to be obedient and allow his faith to be in Christ. Now he says that when he, it, could, it was so much, he looked to his partners. And his partners begin to say, he said, y'all come over here and take, take, uh, take partaking in this. Y'all need help. I need help because I, 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 I'm being obedient to what the word says. I'm being obedient to what, what, what the word told me to do. I'm being obedient to it. So now I am enjoying the fruits of my labor. Good God Almighty. Where before I was frustrated. 
frustrated laboring, but once I received the word and I got direction and I changed my mind and I got a nevertheless spirit in myself, I began to get fruits of my labor. I began to get the results of my labor. I began to not have to labor because the Bible says when we walk in the principles of God, when we walk in the, the, the things of God, he says, take, he says, give me your burdens. Give me your yoke. He says, his yoke is easy and his burden is like, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. How, how can I come unto him? I have to have a nevertheless mindset. Look at your neighbor and say, nevertheless. Nevertheless, 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 I will go back and I will do it again. Nevertheless, I will believe God again. Nevertheless, I will have faith in God. Nevertheless, I will see the ends of my fruits of my labor. Nevertheless, I will see the joy of the Lord. Nevertheless, he is my strength. Nevertheless, I will be more than Nevertheless, I will not faint in this season. Nevertheless, I will have a different perspective. Nevertheless, I will go back stronger than I ever came. Oh, God have mercy. I want to talk to somebody. God is telling me to tell you, you got to have a nevertheless spirit. You got to have a nevertheless spirit. I feel you, Holy Ghost. Because when you get a nevertheless spirit, you come back stronger. You come back wiser. Ah, oh, when you oh, you get a second win, it's like playing football or basketball or any kind of sport when you run track. Ah, oh, when you're first running, you might run and you get tired. But then after a certain while, you get a nevertheless spirit, you get your second win. And when you get your second win, you come back stronger and you have more energy than before. I come to tell somebody, if you get a nevertheless, nevertheless spirit, you can come back and be better and bigger than what you ever been before. You can believe God bigger and better than what you believed them before. You can see the move of God when you get a nevertheless spirit. Because when I get a nevertheless spirit, all the negative things and all the frustrating things, I push past that. Because now I am ending that negative excuse. I'm ending, I'm putting a decoration and end mark on the things of the past. And I'm looking to open, be open to the future. I'm looking to be open to change. If I have to change my mind, nevertheless, I will do it. Because now I know that when I come back, I'm going to come back as pure gold. When I have a nevertheless spirit, I might be hurting inside, wrapped up in pain. But because of what the word says, because the word which I have hid in my heart, ah, that word is alive. It's refreshing. It's anointed. It's motivating. It makes me say nevertheless. Ah, I can understand it now. Because even though I might be wrapped up in feeling such type of way, but because I say nevertheless, I release in my spirit a spirit of I can do 
all things through Christ which strengthens me I can do all things to him that loves me God loves you saints he loves you baby he doesn't he will not put no more on you than what you can bear but you got to say nevertheless nevertheless I don't care how you may feel nevertheless it doesn't matter anymore ah, would you get to the point where it doesn't matter anymore ah, oh god have mercy Simon was to the point that I did everything that I possibly know how to do but it doesn't matter anymore it doesn't matter anymore and you got to get that way in your spirit man where it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I've gone beyond what it looks like. I, I've gone beyond what people say. I've gone beyond what the reports say. i got a nevertheless spirit in me. Woo, God have mercy. i got a nevertheless spirit. And when I have a nevertheless spirit, that's all I need. Because God can work with that. He can work with that. That's all he says. He says, I want you to get a nevertheless spirit because he can work with that. Saints of God, we have to have a nevertheless. Maybe you never had come to that point in your life where you worked and toiled and it didn't add up. But you got to get to the point in your life as a believer that God would not put no more on you than what you can bear. What he requires is us to have a nevertheless at thy word. As a believer, you're going to realize a lot of things are going to happen in life. Life is what life is. That's what Forrest Gump said. Life is like a box of chocolate. What did he say? You never know what you're going to get. But I come to tell you, as a believer, that's what life is like in the world system. But when you receive the kingdom of God life is a bunch of expectations I expect to see everything that I'm going to get because the word shows me everything that I can have he said all power all authority is given unto me and he gave us the key so I expect to have more abundantly. But I got to get to the point where I say, nevertheless, I see, I got to push past the pain, push past the frustration, push past the negative report, put that nevertheless, which is the end result of a negative statement. But it's the beginning of something totally new that I'm open to. 
wish I was a teacher. I got teachers in here. I don't know what they, the, the punctuation, the period, dot, dot, dot. Everybody say period. We got to allow that negative ending with the nevertheless to open us to something that is awesome. New ways. New ideas. So that way I could go back to the same place where I left and see it totally different. Huh. Saints, that's what we're living in now. As believers, I'm closing. As believers, you're living in a way where you got to go back to the same situations, the same proximity, same places, whether it's work, whether it's home, whether it's friends, you got to go back to the same place, but you got to go back different. Pastor, you don't understand. I tried, I tried, I tried. I worked, I worked, I worked. I labor, I labor, I labor. I talk, I talk, I talk. And it's like talking to a brick wall. But until you get a nevertheless in your spirit, and see it different. Allow thy word. The rhema. Allow the rhema to take root in your spirit. I'm talking good to somebody. You got to allow the rhema word. Which is life. Which is right now. You got to allow that word to take root in your spirit. So when you go back to that place of dormant. That place of deadness. That place where you feel like it's nothing there. You got a whole bunch of fishes waiting to be jumped in your net. You got to approach it differently. And the way that we approach it is through him. He had his faith. He didn't, Simon no longer, you know, you, in the Bible after that, you never saw what Simon says. That's when Jesus called him to be a disciple. After that, he says, in the scripture, he says, whom do men say that I am? Some say that John Elijah. Some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're a great prophet. He said, but whom do you say I am? Simon, who had faith in him, say One and true and living God. He said, hmm. Only my father revealed that to him. Flesh and blood and revealed that to you. Why? Because he had a nevertheless encounter with him. He knew in one day this teacher turned my life one day, I went from being a fisherman to being a fisher of men. One day, I went from being broke to being a millionaire. One day, 
you have to be today, saints. You got to believe in Jesus Christ and have a nevertheless spirit with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul. And watch God change. Watch He change. Watch He change. Watch you will see things come different. Watch and see everything. Behold, all things come new. Oh God, have mercy. Have you had a behold moment in your life this season? If you have not had a behold moment in your life this season, I'm going to pray that God give you a behold. A behold in the Bible means look. It calls an attention. Look. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's not Spider-Man. It's not Superman. But it's Jesus the Christ. Your Lord and Savior. He's calling us to attention to represent him in this earth to reveal his kingdom and thy word. I will do it. Stand to your feet. For those, hopefully, you take this nevertheless and take it home and get deeper into it. Hopefully, you pray and ask God to show you what it means to have a nevertheless. God don't want us to work and toil all night for naught. Because <laughs> then we can't represent his kingdom. We, we can't give him no, he don't get no glory out of that. But he wants us to be in perfect peace and in perfect heart who minds the state on him. He wants us to represent the kingdom. If that's you today, I'm going to pray for you. And for those that says, I need to put an end to this negative statement. And I need to be open to all possibilities and his newness. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now. God, I ask right now, Lord, by the words that you have spoken, that your word, your rhema word, would speak to the spirit, man, to give them direction, guidance, motivation, insight to what you have for them to accomplish and give you glory. God, I ask, Lord, that you be in them working a wondrous work. That they will have that encounter to say, nevertheless, at thy word, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I surrender all. I lay it all aside. It doesn't matter anymore. I just want to please you. I just want to serve you. God, if that, I, I just pray that your spirit Touch them in a way that nobody can touch them. Touch them in their minds and in their hearts, God. Change them in their spirit, man. To give you glory, to serve you with all fullness, with all authority, and with all passion, God. Give them a committed and a disciplined mind. To do the right thing. Nevertheless. We will do. And we will go. 
and we will represent your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Be blessed. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.